2: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Uh, hello, welcome to another Hullest Book Club. Uh, this week we are looking at Garth Marenghi's Teratome. Fortunately, Garth Marenghi unavailable to appear uh, so we instead we are talking to Matthew Holness. Hello. Hello,
2: Matthew. Hello. Yes, I'm here as Garth's representative.
0: <laughs> Represented on Earth on yeah. this plane, yeah. in this dimension. Um, look, it's a, it's lovely to see you first of all, and uh, congratulations on uh, th- th- this. Is kind of a weird uh, projection because you know you obviously Garth Marenghi on TV winning the Perry Awards twenty years ago, and then you've waited twenty years to put out a book. How did how did we go from uh, from the Perrier Ward and the TV show to the book? How has this happened? <clears throat> well, um,
2: I, I don't know, really. I ended up getting bored and fed up with uh, TV and that because that's changed a lot as a business. So you kind of uh, – you don't really get to do your own thing anymore. So um, I wanted to write books because at least you can kind of be in charge of it. <laughs> uh, sure. So that's that. That was it, really. And I thought, well, what you know, what would uh, what would be a good book to read? And the thing about I've written short stories over the years, but and as much as I enjoy them, they're, they they don't pay your bills. So I kind no. of knew I had to do something that I could at least do earn some more from. You don't really earn much from writing. You have to be able to do stuff in addition to that. So Garth was there as a as a way of thinking. Well, at least I can go out and read these stories, and and maybe you know. Uh, earn some income f- from that way,
0: <laughs> sure. And so, what? What was so? Were you just in between these times? Were you just thinking I'm putting that on the back burner, or were you always thinking I'm going to come back to this character? Or did someone come to you and say it's time for the book to go out? Or, or what was? Not what really. Was the it, it was kind
2: of all. all um, you know, there was. Bits of red tape here and there, you know, which sort of prevented me. Yeah. There was just a lot of headaches to get through trying to, to get it going again. But then everything seemed to sort of fall into place. Um, and it, I suddenly realized I could do it again if I wanted to. So, yeah, I did. Um, Good. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's, uh, it's a very funny, but what I like about it is I'm not like an aficionado, certainly, of the the horror genre. But I think it's still very enjoyable. I don't think you even need to have known anything about the backstory of Garth Verengi either. I'm sure all the fans will be will be lapping it up. But I think you could come to this new without really knowing too much about horror horror writing.
2: Yeah, and I think still,
0: so. and to really enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, I didn't want it to be like a because the trouble is, it is 20 years since having done the show. So I didn't want it to look like a bit like a, a lame cash-in on a previous thing. So I didn't really yeah. want to link it to the Garth character that there was before. It had to be a, its own kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I made sure that it would it would be something that you could come to, even if you hadn't seen the TV show, essentially.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, it's nice to have a parody, you know, to understand the parody without having seen That's quite unusual, I think. Mostly when something's, a you know, and it's not just a parody, I have to say, but the parody elements of it, um you you understand it from i suppose a little bit from culture and osmosis and culture but but equally it just the, the character of the writer is so strong well, uh, and he makes himself so apparent, I suppose, in the story, in the yeah. book as well.
2: And, and there's so much, there's still so much bad writing about, you know, and there's, yes. there's so many bad writers, bad egos. They're all over the place, even stuff that is considered good and decent. You know, I don't really watch any modern TV. I find it excruciatingly embarrassing what, what we somehow consider to be good Good TV. So, so I I sort of feel that there's, you know, you know, ev- everyone's incredibly uh, ego, ego maniacal on in this in this business. So, you know, there's plenty of it's not just about horror writers. It's about no. creative types in general, I think.
0: Yes, I, I guess that is is the yeah. thing, and and but also the thing with it because it's a book. I know it's it's three stories, I should say, yeah. but they all in, they interlink and back back reference, and it's this it's sort of the same story. So it's three story three stories, but they're all you know going in the same direction yeah. <laughs> and involving the same characters. Um, and and I suppose as well as it being funny and it's surreal and it's silly and it's way over the top. I mean. It's sort of camp. I don't really like that word exactly, but it's sort of camp in a in a in in how far it goes. Yeah, yeah. But you but you have to make it readable. I mean, because it's a book, it, that's that's a, and I think you do you achieve this, Matthew. I have to say, but I think uh, you know it's it would be it would be easy to get bogged down in the in the same joke. But you actually have to make it a decent story. Absolutely. Through 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 that, which which I mean, the, the stories are cr- cr- insane and. Like, you know, over, you know, falling in on themselves and it's hard to, you know, when the third one's, which I like because I do, I do this in my own snooker based work is about uh, a man (laughs) splintering into an infinite number of varieties of himself. uh, And, uh, you know, that one becomes quite, I I listened to the audio, but but even in the audio, but it's quite, you've got to kind of keep up. It's quite hard to keep up. But then that's almost acknowledged within the, the text itself. It's it's like, it, you know,
2: it's a little bit like when we did the TV show. You, you can do, if you're just doing a parody of something, that really only lasts for, like, a sketch. You can get yeah. away with it for a sketch, but... You can't keep that going. You have to have something else. You've got to have a story. You've got to have other elements that allow you to play. out. You've got to have everything else that makes a sitcom work or whatever. And it, and the same thing applied to this. You know, if, if it was just about the bad prose, that's going to wear thin pretty quickly, you know, within a within a chapter or so. Um, and then people will be very bored. So, yes, get, coming up with stories that as insane as they are, at least still work <laughs> as stories. Uh, was quite, well, yeah, well, that was very important, definitely.
0: And you, and you could dial it down a little bit and, yeah. and it would, believably, like the man being, you know, the, the author being possessed by, uh well, you know, becoming sort of slave to his own typewriter yeah. and, and becoming a lover with his own typewriter. Mm. I mean, it's obviously overblown and, and metaphorically uh, a, bit, a bit too on the nose, but it's not a bad idea, you know, and then going into a, a kind of crazy world of language and and fonts and disappearing so you know that is you know the the stories grip you you kind of want to know what happens next good as, la- as laughable as all the characters are as laughable as the- i mean i love you know i love the fact the author and uh, that garth can't um resist sort of settling his own scores i mean you know, obviously the main character one suspects he is a bit picturing himself as Nick Steen, uh, who's also an author and a, a sort of macho author. But he, you know, I, suppose, I suppose even to the extent of the editor being a character, this is sort of Garth settling scores, furious that anyone would dare yeah. suggest his work needed changing in any way. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Not not that I've really had much experience with editors myself, but I but I did I did know that I think James Herbert used to go into uh publishing house in one of the books I read about him, and he would not change he, he would get very annoyed if they changed anything. So he got to the point where he would go in, carry in the manuscript, set it on the desk and go, That is it <laughs> And I will double check that this is exactly as I've left it with you. So yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's sort of a, a wonderful... I mean, it, it, again, as you say, it is about that egocentric character. It is sort of amazing that anyone would, with something as complex as a book and there's something that has to be read and interpreted by other people, to not even want an eye cast over it. But you do notice it with, with authors that become successful... Um, I mean, I think J.K. Rowling, you know, the first book is very concise and, and nice put together. And she may very well have done it all on her own. But as that as that series progresses, just the length of every book yes. becomes and, and, sort of sort of longer and longer. And you go, did no did no one just say, let's let's just have a look at this scene and take a little bit of it out? Uh, but obviously, you get to a point where you're too important to, to be criticised. A great hilarious. example
2: of that is, there's a, there's a Lee Child novel, I can't remember which one it is, but he actually describes a bullet leaving a gun barrel and setting out upon its, its trajectory. And it takes, I think, about 10 pages of description <laughs> for okay. what is essentially a very fast gunshot <laughs> and i kind of think that's the only thing that could re- you know either he's just having a laugh and sort of going i can get away with this um i don't know but i yes it you know a, a lot of these writers i think do need do need and you know speaking personally you know it's been fantastic having editors you know for, yes. for me because they do an absolutely brilliant job and you and i couldn't you know could could never have got this book out without them so yes in a total total uh contradiction to to what garth feels so you know <laughs> it's the complete opposite i i personally think editors are fantastic and and are essential to to uh to well, you know, putting a book together
0: I can definitely agree with that. So there's no element of you, Matthew Holness, using, Garth uh, using Nick Steen to, to settle to settle your own scores. Or is there any of that in well, there? There might be some there. of that in there. Who
2: knows? <laughs> yes, I'm sure at some level.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, in it, but in that is, you know, it's interesting to think about that. You know, this book makes you think about the process of the editor. And obviously the editor's made to be a a, a sort of sexy but but ditzy and wrong-headed making mistakes that she finally realizes that Garth's right all along um uh but it does make you think about that process and you're exactly right you know I think when I, I've been very lucky to have good editors on my book and and on my books and, mm. you know they even if they are only really doing a little bit they'll say a thing that you go oh that changes yeah the, the editor who did uh how not to grow up he, he was sort of quite hands-off but he went you need to do this 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 and this and you go oh yeah now that's yeah, yeah, that's a reasonable book. You are exactly right. So they know yeah. what you know, they read hundreds of books, thousands of books, and they know exactly what they're doing. So yes, I suppose even though it's a parody of that and even though the the editor character within it is is an idiot, you're sort of you are sort of celebrating yeah the need for editors as we see from the turgid prose. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. In fact, copy <laughs> editors
2: are even, you know, as as important, copy editors are a whole different process. I didn't even know it. This, anything about this but, you know, before doing this book, but there's yeah. the whole editing process. Then, then comes the copy editing, which is making further changes, and then they can really pull you up on things that you put in there. And went, oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe if they hadn't pulled that, that would have gone in, and that's yeah. deeply embarrassing. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, they, they can pick up on all the little embarrassing things that you you, you don't realize you put in, yeah
0: yeah well as i mean i say this every time because this is my little uh, author hack for is to do the audiobook which uh, which garth does i'm presuming it's you yeah. um uh do it way before you go to print because you also sort, however much you go through this process and however many people look at it you'll find 20 or 30 things that you uh, you would have missed if yes. you hadn't just actually been forced to sit down and read it out loud, it's sort of maybe a bit different for for you because I know you do perform this book, bits of this book, and I know that you you know it is a character, but um, but, but I mean, they the audio book. Were- Go. I was going to say there were bits recording the
2: audiobook where I, even though I knew I'd written it intentionally badly, I didn't realise I'd quit, written it quite as badly <laughs> because there were literally some sentences I couldn't physically say because they were too long and I was just yeah. running out of breath. And, you know, so, yes, I, it, it, yeah, it is a good, it is good advice to read through what you've done <laughs>
0: it aloud. Is. Yeah, now, if you do the audiobook book first, you can make the changes. But yeah, with this book, it's a little bit different. Yes. The audio book is, uh, and that. So I did. I, I bought the audio book and, and and went and did it by the. Despite very kindly actually being sent the book, I uh, have to say by uh, <laughs> Barengi himself with a beautiful signed photo that I do intend to uh, frame <laughs> and a lovely. I'll show you. i read. I'll read that. Dear insert name of celebrity influencer here, I'm writing to you personally, and I hope you will sell, uh, you will help sell, then enjoy this free, complimentary, but non-regiftable book. Uh, and it goes on. It's a very funny uh, letter from Garth. Uh, but the the audio book is a fantastic way to uh, to enjoy this particular book. I think there's there's extra stuff I would have thought, but also just the just having Garth performing it for you yeah. is uh, is is I think. More enjoy it's, I mean, it's similar to uh, you know the Alan Partridge audiobooks. The book is far is great, but if you if you listen to, to the audiobook of the one where he's got all the records that you can then choose, to yeah, yeah. As well, yeah, yeah, you know it gives you another dimension, which you have really thought about the audiobook as well. I was surprised Garth Marenghi is a uh, pretty good actor, Can do. <laughs> can do. You know, he's, he's better at doing the other characters than I thought. He, well, he would Gar-
2: be. well, that's because he, <laughs> he actually inhabits the spirits of um, of dead actors, they he okay. kind of communes with them in the book. And they they speak through him in in tongues, so that's why.
0: But it must have been a lot of fun to. I mean, again, it is that it is going back to to dark place, I suppose. It is the sort of fun of having those uh, politically incorrect characters, and you know, even uh, foreign characters that you've got to kind of guard sort of uh, t- taking on these uh, the accent of. And yeah. uh, it must have been a, a lot of fun to to do the audiobook it was it was it was yeah it, um
2: we had a nice little studio quite quite near where i am and um yeah it was it was good fun quite tiring though
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but you know
2: i'm not asking for sympathy um, but yeah no it was good fun
0: so there's stuff in the audiobook where you where it's the stuff is too controversial and people have to decide whether they're going to to listen that, the, yeah. that you've made that you make out the publishers i haven't checked to see whether that's also in the in the book but that's an enjoyable thing and a few people have commented on just the uh the copyright information at the the end of the book makes oh yeah the, yeah makes the audio <laughs> makes the audio book worth listening. So I do recommend it. Um, and obviously you've been performing the you've been taking the book out on tour. Yes, and doing yeah. so has 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 that working out? Do you read like one of the stories or part of one of the stories? Yeah,
2: basically I read a condensed version of the of the first story, um, right. and then the second half is just sort of Q and A with the audience. Um, and it's yeah, it's just been it's been very nice, very you know. Um, didn't i didn 't think i 'd be doing it because I had no idea. You know, whether anyone was still that interested in any Garth Marenghi material. So I, I, I didn't really know who to pitch the book at when I was writing it. So I thought, well, I'll just aim for the people who used to like the show and maybe they'll, you know, they'll pick it up and, and, you know, enjoy it for old time's sake, you know, the, uh, the golden oldie market. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, which is kind of, I suppose. So, but then, you know, there were more people interested than we thought. So we put, yeah, we started putting some dates together. Um, and it kind of took off from there, but I had no real, plan to do it so it's been a really lovely fortuitous turn of events that you know people have uh yeah come along and enjoying a show as well
0: well it's 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 one of those weird things with with dark place because it was um you know it didn't get the attention it probably deserved at at the time it went out i think that you know it was a it was a cult show but i think a lot of people have come to it and now i imagine you're getting a lot of younger people coming who've, who've who've discovered it uh, since, you know, since YouTube and since, uh, since the illegal copies on the internet and whatever, because it, it is one of those shows that, you know, the legend has grown beyond. Uh, what it was at the time, I think it's fair to say.
2: Yeah, we, I mean, we've had a few people turning up in lab coats and and various things, which is nice, <laughs> and and uh, and and a few, yeah, a few kids, which I, you know, which I'm a little, little uncertain about. They they really shouldn't be uh, coming along to the show and and reading this book. So I feel slightly bad about you know them having turned up, and you know, it's not quite what their parents thought it was going to be. But there we are.
0: Well I think it's prob- I think it's probably okay I mean, like you know when I think back to my teenage years and even like eleven or twelve i was you know I got into comedy and I was listening to Derek and Clive much yeah. much, much too young i' don't know, there's, there's nothing as bad as that, no, <laughs> that in this, though, i mean would what, what you think be as bad as that yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know I think like I, I've always thought like teenagers. Ah, uh, you know, because I remember comedy was so important to me. Yeah, and you know, and it was, and you really analyse it. And I think they're a they're an amazing audience for something. And if they get it, they're usually right. If they get it in that degree, they're usually right to get it. And it's yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter about the uh, whether it's too no, it's, it's it's good to be. I mean, I'm not sure this is the the book to introduce a teenager to sex because I don't think I don't think the sex that (laughs) happens in the book is very representative yeah it's 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 not the real world it's it's not healthy (laughs) so when it comes to writing those I mean obviously like in a serious book writing a sex scene is is one of the hardest things to do because you know there's the bad sex awards but also it is pretty difficult to get into the mood there when it's you know when it's a man being ravaged by a typewriter who's maybe (laughs) uh, maybe with with consent but not really is (laughs) is that is that a joyful thing to write or is it an embarrassing thing to write is it difficult to it's, it's not embarrassing. It's,
2: it's not. Well, some of it's embarrassing. <laughs> it, it is embarrassing. But but I always used to I mean, I just love this about, for example, James Herbert's books. They always have, you know, a sex scene in them. And sometimes they're just they're just joyfully funny to read. <laughs> <You> know, <they're, laughs> so I sort of. Yeah, I, it's just part and parcel of it. And we always enjoyed, you know, when I did the well, did Dark Place with Richard, Richard and I, We you know, we always loved writing those, you know, love scenes that garth would come up with um so yeah it's always been part and parcel i kind of just feel that's going to be something that you know has has to be in there somewhere in every book because it is in you know in so many of those authors you go ah okay here's the uh, yeah this is this is the bit we've been waiting for
0: <laughs> ready to pop the question and are you when you're writing i mean like it's kind of interesting i'm interested in the live experience as well and obviously improvising within character which again I, I don't think many people could do i did suggest you wouldn't when, when, when i thought of having you do this you're one of the only character people i thought character actors i thought that he, you could probably do this interview yeah, as a yeah, character yeah. if you wanted to. I, I fully understand why you wouldn't want to, but it, it's very, very difficult. It's quite easy to interview someone as a character, but it's very difficult to be interviewed as a character because you need yeah, that, yeah. that depth of understanding that you can answer anything about it. How, how are you finding improvising to an audience's questions? To, to Gen- generally, it's
2: it's great and good fun. I think that the I think it becomes a little problematic sometimes when you know you you, if you get the wrong person up on stage and and you know they're kind of hey I'm gonna I'm gonna have a laugh with this you know yeah but Garth just fires them at that point so (laughs) so yeah I think uh, you know it's it's an odd one because I think Garth you know it's just a he's such a bossy character he's kind of got to be in charge of it all so you know he doesn't he doesn't believe in paying anyone to interview him so he, he starts the second half. Interviewing himself, so yes. it's yeah, it's so all that it it is just it it is very enjoyable. Just sort of being able to be, you know, quite appalling. You know, if, if someone misbehaves, I get them to stand up, turn around, apologise to everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's good fun. And when you're writing a book written by Garth Marenghi, to what extent do you let him inhabit you? So it's no longer you. Is it? it do, are you always? Matthew aware of what's going on or do you sometimes allow the character to I'm take always you in, over in writing
2: yeah i'm always in garth's head when i'm writing it so yeah, yeah it's it's you know and i'm and i'm hearing that his turn of phrase and his voice when i'm writing so yeah, yeah I, I think it's they are they are pretty much written by garth i would say okay
0: <laughs> Uh, do you ever worry about the about Garth Marenghi overtaking you in real life and, and turning your own life into... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've you know, I've
2: written, you know, a, a few serious stories. I am now slightly worried when I go back to that, am I going to be locked in a certain zone in my head where I can no longer get out of this schlocky sort of, you know, because it's a whole different system of writing when you're writing schlocky stuff you know the, yeah. the the story is more important you know than than the peripherals and the and the character things so yes uh, some of the stories are, I've written are not very plot heavy but um so yeah I'm I'm a little concerned I'll probably sure. end up killing killing my ability to write <laughs> serious stuff
0: right anything else but you know you could there's so much uh, there's so much backstory in Garth's what he's written obviously you reference a lot of his past works yeah
2: yeah yeah so
0: you know you could if if this was successful enough you could go back and That's and right. write all write all of those books so that we that we have copies of all the the various I mean, there's one that's got so many different iterations. I can't remember which one it was. Now, but there's a beautiful list of all the of all the different iterations that you had of one idea yeah, coming yeah, yeah. back and forth. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so yeah, you could. There, there is that sort of scope to go back. But do you think you'll do? Is it something now you've done it? You want to do some more? Or does does it feel like this is put? You know, oh no,
2: to, I'd like to do more. I'm I'm sort of writing one as we speak. So. Right, great. Not as we speak, but, yeah, I am Yeah, that am would
0: be rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, <it's laughs>
2: he writing it as we speak. Yeah. He would occasionally as look we...
0: up and not. And be able to. Um, yeah. You know, it's in, it's interesting to have, you know, I was, I was recently talking to Al Murray and we did, touched on the, the Publander and obviously he's been doing that character for yeah. 20, 25 years or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, and no break from it, really. You know, he's done other things, but, he's, but that, that's taking character over 25 years obviously with garth you've been a little bit more uh bit more guarded with with his excursions out there but it it does feel that when you've got a strong enough character and i think and you know and alan partridge as well it's sort of interesting to see where steve goes with that uh and as as he gets older and yeah. obviously as you as you get older you'd start you'd presumably start doing this character while you were in your 20s. Yeah, yeah. I've ditched, um, I've ditched the leather, basically. Right. G- Garth's okay. ditched,
2: ditched his leather look. And uh, and the greased hair, which just made me look really dodgy when I did it. Right. I, I, was, I was trying to think what the new look might be. So greased my hair like I always used to, and, and it looked so dodgy that I decided, no, it's, <laughs> I've got to change the look. <laughs> yeah. Can't and pull no, no, it the, off. The,
0: Often those guys are, you know, they are sort of, a, they're a, they're a little bit more cuddly and like yeah. ordinary and slightly boring yeah. individual. If you look to them, and there's a sort of serial killer element, I think in some of them. You look <laughs> at them and you kind of think, if if all the horror writers and all the serial killers, and you put their mug shots next to each other, it might be difficult to tell who was who unless you knew. That's but, right but uh, yeah. but they, but they have, it's that sort of orderness that makes a serial killer work, I suppose, Yeah, yeah, most <laughs> yeah. serial killers just look a bit bland and normal, yeah. so yeah that that's an interesting thing, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it would be nice to you know it would be interesting to see it's so tempting when you've got a brilliant character, and I know that you know, and I know the i know the the road has been a bit rocky in this for various reasons, and you know i th- I feel like I feel like you were badly treated um. Yeah. Twenty years ago, to not to not to not for people not to realise how good it was. I sort of hope that whoever cancelled or you know, it was yeah, really changing. Yeah. Changing dark place. You kind of wonder if they if there's any ever kind of reckoning. Well, I remember what,
2: I, I very very foolishly remember s- seeing like it was some forum where they said that me and Richard should be put up against a wall and shot through the mouth. And I I thought that's that's quite extreme review, really. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't put someone that else scare me out. No, put someone else up against a wall to shoot from them through a mouth. You shoot them from a distance if they're up against <laughs> the wall for a start. Exactly, start, they wouldn't put the, against yeah. the wall and then shoot them in the mouth. You might get a ricochet as well if yeah. you shoot you do that. So that's a very stupid comment. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it sort of is weird because they're so you know we know and we you know we know the things that have worked and the things that haven't worked for us and for other people. And you kind of know, once you've been in the process, how much luck there is. And that's not to say that yeah. things that have succeeded haven't deserved to. It's just that I kind of wonder, you know, like The Office almost it didn't, you know, it sort of only kind of really became popular because it was re-shown uh, the second time. That's when it sort of was picked up on it. It could easily have not been shown that second yeah. time. And, yeah, yeah, And think how different comedy would have been as a result of that. Yeah. And so there's so much luck over what gets... Definitely, what, what gets over the parapet and what doesn't, but it does feel like you know. I think the whole Garf Marenghi thing, I mean, all all of the people in it as well were were, were so talented, yeah, all yeah, gone on to do so well as well. That it sort of proves that. But it, that one does feel to me like you know, I'm quite you know, I'm angry about all my own ones, obviously, but I'm more angry, I'm more angry about Garf <laughs> <about laughs> Marenghi because you know what would have ha- what would I mean? I don't know. What would you do? You think it would have been something if it had if it had got the uh, the acclaim it deserved at the time. I mean, more universal. Would you have? Would you have been happy to carry on, or do you think you would have? You may have kind of gone. oh, I'm sick of this. I'm going to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I I kind of felt it.
2: it I I think if we if we if we've been able to do a second series of it, then maybe maybe it would have gone on. I don't know. I, I you know, it's. I'm happy it's doing well now. I've you know, yeah. It's been. It, oh God, it's yeah. It's quite a long time. Um, I don't really, yeah. I don't know you know it's been it, it's been it's been difficult you know trying to sort of you know i've i've done projects that I'm really pleased with in between but they take so long to get up and running and so long between <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? and I do think that maybe if Garth had done a little bit more maybe it would have been a bit easier to do other stuff and maybe I could have produced more because there was more of interest there perhaps but yeah. you know wh- whatever this is the way as you say this is the way of this business <laughs> it, it just, is the that's way kind of... and,
0: but then it does feel you know it feel and I think that's why that's maybe where the fans are so happy about it yeah it feels like a deserved resurrection and it, you know and 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 it's nice in a way you know it, it, as as not nice as it is to be the person who's created it and have to wait 20 years for it to yeah. come back out again yeah, yeah. it's not you know it's sort of like a little gift for it to come back and and to be allowed to to grow and become this bigger thing definitely um,
2: and and the audiences have been so nice and you know yeah the, the, and you realize that actually you know you yeah, You have kind of, you know, touched people in a way that I used to feel from the comedies that I loved, like, you know, yeah. growing up with Python and young ones. It's really nice to, you know, have made a show that that, that means the same to, to, you know, certain viewers that, as those shows meant to, to me. So, yeah, that that's really nice. And it's the first kind of time I've probably met the people who've seen the show and that, um, you know, I think. The odd thing about Dark Place going out is I've never actually seen anyone who's watched it. <laughs> you know, <No. laughs> I don't really because I've not mixed in any of those sort of circles in so long that it's, yeah. it's kind of bizarre. I did just didn't think anyone would still be kind of that that interested in it. But so yes, it's been very nice to to, to see that certainly.
0: That's terrific. And yeah. Um, yeah, so you're going to going to do more with this? Is it is it wet your appetite to? To write more books that aren't aren't by Garth Marenghi?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said at the start of this, I mean, p- partly doing it was because I just got so cheesed off with having l- such limited control over scripts, you know, because yeah. everything is, um, you know, independent film, and I've, you know, made a, an independent horror film and a, and a few shorts, but... Everything is gravitating towards television. The problem with television is that they just don't want you to have any control as a writer. You have to hand over everything to, you know, producers, money people. They they, they, they want to own what's you know the IP, the intellectual property. So, so if if uh, uh, and if they mm-hmm. get hold of that, you've got no rights. So it's kind of it just becomes this really depressing. Uh, process of just months and months going by with notes by people that you just don't agree with, but have no right. So I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm getting too old. I can't be bothered. I just want to write something and, and say, that's what it is. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I, mean, I am doing the essentially you know <laughs> you are you're just doing it through a different medium whilst being reasonable because yeah. it's only one person you've got to deal with rather than 500 yeah. people. I mean it, you know it is it, yeah. I completely agree with you and there's very you know you go back to radio and you get that a little bit when you work on radio Yeah there will be what they'll be a producer and then you know and yeah. then the actors might have something to say but not usually and so yeah. you you are working as you know someone and I really, you know I personally I, I never wanted to be a director anyway and I and uh, you know I I like I like the I like the collaborative thing of doing doing a yeah. big piece yeah yeah yeah, and I like everyone, and I like to give everyone say, "Well, you know what you're doing; you do that yeah. job." Uh, but it is nice to just like have one person there to go, "Yeah, no, whatever." And that yeah. you really do, you really get that with books. Although you know, it is it's that sort of loneliness of you know com- comparatively of. I mean, I suppose the writing job is always is always the the lonely bit when you yeah. get to then go and perform it somewhere. So I suppose you know you've got the best of both worlds here because you do get to go and take it take, if it was just writing a book and giving it in yeah yeah, and, yeah. You, know, you get to go and take this out and perform it as well so it does and do you fit is there any chance that you're you, you, you're not interested in taking if 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 the tv people came to you and said we want to do garth merenghi and here's the money and you can do what you want are you I mean, interested it's mean,
2: every chance if someone actually said that you know yeah We appreciate, you know, that uh, (laughs) we appreciate all the wonderful (laughs) things you've done. Uh, No, but if someone said, "Yes, you know," there's the freedom to do what you want with it. Then, yes, I would, of course. But if people are going to say, "But we're going to," you know, we want a team of writers, and and uh, and, uh, no thanks, I can't be bothered.
0: (laughs) Sure, but you know, it does it does feel like. I mean, I I think from what I've read about the live shows and uh, the people I've talked to have been to the live shows. You know, it does feel like there could be a, a movement there behind it. Well, you know, I think you're right. I also think you're right. I think TV is, it's almost like not worth bothering with now. It's just, just everything's terms...
2: blanded out. I don't know if you well, feel it... that, but it, you've got bland drama and everyone will say, oh, but hang on. No, 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 this thing's great. And so you go, okay, I'll, I'll watch this thing. No, that's just bland. That's just <laughs> that's just rubbish.
0: <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's also so much stuff. So even if there's something that is good, yeah. there must be so many things that are good that, you know, even get made and even get men, many series and most people will never see them. So, like you know, in the old days, there was a chance you would write something. If it got on TV, people would you know, enough yeah. people would see it for you to know whether it was going to work or not. I suppose as well. But I think that you know, it's sort of the idea that you're working that someone might like might come in and spoil what you're doing anyway, and then it gets put on, and then nobody yeah. really sees it. I mean, I think I think there are, are, are some good things on TV, and there are you know, that I, it, I would there's a part of me that would still like to write like uh scripted stuff for television but yeah. I you know I just think I, I'm also like you know I'm 55 and I just think there's so much work <laughs> to
1: do it. and so like writing a,
0: writing a book is hard work and is a lot of work but at least you know I think once you've once they've said they'll do it you have to really fuck it up for it not to, <laughs> not
2: yeah. to ever yeah, happen yeah. and it is about I think and they just trust you to get on and write your book yeah. you know yeah. Whereas, and and they trusted you know Richard and I to write Dark Place and 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 you know Richard directed it and and I just don't think anyone gets a chance like we were so lucky you know I cannot yeah. see that that would happen now you know um, and it's a shame because you'd think with the amount of TV being produced that there would exist opportunities for you know people to to experiment a bit with the medium do some more in- but that is in a sense it's the opposite of what you know the, the 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 channels and that want because they just want stuff to be the same as other stuff before that was successful so that they're, they're absolutely yeah. terrified of something being different anyway old man rants
0: it, it is a little <laughs> i do think but i think it's a you know it's a shame that there isn't any you know like even sketch shows it's very hard to get you know, they don't put any confidence behind sketch shows there's nowhere for young and you know and people just go out and do it themselves online which is yeah. great but, uh, and and it's better probably, but it just, it, you know, where, comparative, compared to when I started, but even compared to when you started, there was a chance that you could go, yeah. you know, that you would get on TV and they say, yeah, go and do it. Here's some money. Go and do yeah. what you want. And yeah. and it does fit. I feel sorry for the newer comedians, I have to yeah. say, that, that it, that all that most of the things, the best thing they can hope for is being on Taskmaster, really. Yeah, yeah, Or, yeah. May, or maybe yeah. getting, maybe getting like a one series or something that they're allowed to yeah. do, and who knows what will happen with it. So yeah, it is, you know, it's it it's also good for to to have some time to, in the wilderness or some time to think about what you want to do and uh, and to find your own way. And you know, what's great about you is that you are, you know, you are staying very true to Matthew Holness. <laughs> uh, and 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 doing exactly what you want to do and you know, and and you are still getting stuff out there so it's you know it is it's it's a slow think, process it is it's a, a slow, slow process pro- it is but... a slow process but i think yeah. but i also think i don't know if you're the same but when when i started it was I, my my impetus wasn't oh i want to get on tv and be famous you know maybe like a little bit in the back of my head but i you know the the impetus was um you know to get on tv and and do something good or get yeah, you know, get yeah, on stage yeah. and do something good. And so, you know, you have really – and do the things you want. And as much yeah. as it's frustrating to be pushed back, um, as we both have been <laughs> in various times over the last 20 years, it's also, you know, we are both uh, – you know, staying true to that, to to do what you want to do, and you know, it's not. It, that's what's that's what's lovely about this book and and your film, and uh, I mean, not that it, I can never really call your film lovely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's horror, horror, that's probably horrifying, without yeah. being at all funny. Um But uh, yeah, no, it's terrific. Um So I'm really glad this is out. People should uh, definitely. I mean, if if you know Garth Ennis, you'll definitely want to have a crack at it. But uh, even if you don't, I don't. You know, I, as I say, it's it's. It's nice to have something parodied that I, I guess is so in the ether that you don't need to be a reader of James Herbert and yeah. Stephen King too much to to really appreciate what this is. And it's something it is. I mean, he's much you know Stephen King <laughs> seems seems okay. Garth Marenghi is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Marenghi is not okay. Do you read? Do you read a lot yourself, um, Matthew? I do. Are you, you, know, yeah. what have, you been, have you been reading anything recently that you'd like to recommend?
2: I'm reading. Well, it, it's weird. I, I sort of binge read various genres. I'm not a binge watcher. I can't stand, you know, I don't have the attention span to to binge watch series, but I do binge read. So uh, last year I read a lot of uh, science fiction. I've been binge reading sword and sorcery books, westerns, all, all the really unfashionable genres.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I mean, is, that to, is that because you enjoy it or is that partly to be sort of looking out for stuff to pastiche or for your next idea or a are a you are you enjoying
2: on a, a mixture of the two I guess mixture no, two, yeah yeah um but yeah I mean you know I, I, I it's a little bit it's it's that thing I'm I've sort of I've always done this I've always sort of I, I don't like being told what to read or I, I'm not good on recommendations i'm i've got a slight contrary element to my nature where i'll only i'm only happy if i found the thing and i've okay. read something that's led me to something else so basically a sulky teenager stuff. <laughs> yeah. so I, but that's that's how i basically find my stuff so i find something i like and then i i kind of read around it and do it that way uh, no the yeah. worst worst thing for me are are sort of hey have you have you guys seen this <laughs> you you'd love this and i always switch off at that it's yeah
0: <laughs> and can you and can you it obviously at some point at least there must have been a deep love for uh, I'm not saying there isn't now but there must have been a deep love for the kind of horror books that. Oh, that yeah. is, is parading? Yeah. are you still able to read those and enjoy them or, or, absolutely. or
2: yeah yeah absolutely and actually my 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 uh my frustration with them has, has really worn off over the years in that I would often read a bad horror novel and go, can you believe that this, how how much, how rubbish this is. And actually I'll read the same book now and go, I absolutely love that this got published. I love that this, (laughs) that this bad writing saw print. And I love the fact this guy churned out 10 more of them on a similar theme, Uh, you know, because, because when I think, and you, obviously once you've written a book and you know how hard it is and how it is a it's a real test of of kind of uh self-will and stubbornness to actually get that number of words done and when you realize people are doing that on a daily basis and they're churning out thousands and thousands of words I kind of feel that's I just love that because that's really working that is that's like a that's really working at your profession it's very easy to sort of sit around and you know, with scripts. I mean, I love writing scripts as well, but actually there's a huge difference between writing a book and writing a script and that writing a book is proper hard physical work. And, you yeah. know, I, there would be some days that I got up and I would just be dizzy for about three days afterwards because I'd done my neck in sort of leaning over <laughs> and, it, and and you kind of, you know, it, it is physically exhausting. So, and there's, yeah. you know, I've got that kind of Puritan. Yeah. Well, that must be, that must be worth doing then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and i think what i like about this book is it's you know there is not an eye on uh turning this into a film or a tv unless the person who could could visualize these ideas on tv or on film would have to put so much money yeah exactly <laughs> that, they, they are yeah. so, they're they're almost unfilmable i'm sure you could film them but they're almost unfilmable in be, their in be, their scope and
2: that's it. People have, have, have approached for, you know, they have approached. They are. What, what are the TV rights for this? And they go, well, there aren't any because it, it is unfilmable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, someone may try. Someone may do it. <laughs> you never know. Mm. Um, look, uh, Matthew, it's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And I like uh, and thank you for coming on. And I'm sure we'll see you again soon. Uh, but uh, yes, go and buy Garth Meringus Time. I will get the audio book. And that's my personal recommendation because it is absolutely fantastic. Don't enjoy you. it in that way. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. We'll uh, see you soon. Bye-bye. Fantastic. Take care. Bye-bye.